0: doing it
1: <laughs>
2: that Babu soundbite is the best thing that ever
0: happened. To yeah, us. I'm gonna beat the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get. I'm gonna play the shit out of that soundbite. <laughs> uh how's it going good how are you yeah you know fine i uh recording a little late tonight had to swing by my dad's i was gonna ask if you ended up
2: going over to your dad's
0: (laughs) what the hell was that i did not ask for that what the hell all right sorry what where were we I was going to ask you if you ended up going over to your dad's. Yeah, I did. And then he was like, well, you staying for dinner? I'm like, no, I got to get home. I'm uh, recording a thing. And then he started to ask questions about the thing. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's a podcast that I do with my friend. And now he wants to listen to it. And, <laughs> uh, that's fine, I guess. Um you know, it's only a matter of time.
2: It's only a matter of time before our family and friends realize Yeah, my that mom we're has been this.
0: asking too. But I told my dad that since he's apparently going to listen to this one, that I'm going to do a bunch of liberal shit. So uh, <laughs> just want to get it out there that uh, health care is a human right. So uh, take that, Daddy O. <laughs> and we
2: support the lives of the Palestinian people? Yes. What else, yes. What else is going to upset him?
0: Um. Uh, happy uh, Trans Awareness Day! Um, <laughs> we support our trans allies. It looks like
2: um, he. It looks like Papa is going to make it uh, two and a half minutes. Yeah, uh, before he turns it off.
0: Gay marriage is good and necessary. Um, what else do we have?
2: <laughs> what other?
0: What other satanic things do I believe in? Um, Just start talking about abortion and that'll really put the nail in the coffin. I simply don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to determine what a woman should do with her body. Sorry. Do not care. They can do there what they want. Yes. Um, so yeah, oh, probably he... won't send him this episode. Did he get his TV figured out? And his oh, phone? got the TV and the phone figured out. I'm a real champ. <laughs> i am an absolute monster when it comes to uh electronics at least as far as he's concerned he thinks i'm really good at things but i'm, I'm
2: i know yeah. isn't it great we're still in the age range where we can just simply like move it from input one to input three and i yeah. think we're
0: an it genius yeah, like their entire world like melts down in front of them. They're like, holy shit! Why aren't you working with computers? You know, you're a hacker. Yeah, you're. A, it's always you're a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> yep, damn straight, I'm a hacker. I don't know. So, anyways, um, I don't think I'll send them this one though. I mean, that was <laughs> we really laid I've it on a, heavy there.
2: I've had this. I've had the same conversation with my mom where she's like, well, I want to listen. And it's like, you're not you're not going to like it. Like, You can listen, but I'm not going to stop you. But, <laughs> but yeah, you're not going to get half of it. You're going to get bored.
0: Yeah. I mean, really, outside of the first few minutes, what could they even possibly understand?
2: <laughs> I know. As soon as well, we get funny, into the too. episode. It's funny because we're devoting like hours in a week to this. But like every single time I'm out with Bree and my family, And she brings it up like semi proudly, like, Oh yeah, Adam has to record tomorrow. I immediately have this visceral reaction where I'm like, shh, shh, shh shut up. No need to bring no no need to bring that stuff up. Just just (laughs) shut 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 up. Shut shut up. Not
1: Not shut up for one no. second. Shut, 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 shut I needed someone
0: wait, to work with. Shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I'm sorry. What you're just, just
2: coming off stupid. <laughs> it's like wait, wait until we're even somewhat successful, <laughs> I and mean, yeah. then
0: we can maybe start peppering it in. And we have we have the lovely XLR mics, the ones that just really sound sweet. Yeah, let start telling that, them about it. That's what's been holding us back. I'm actually recording on the other side of the studio. I moved my area to the other side, so you're going to be sitting across from me on the old side that I was sitting on so that's the oh it is coming together I am in the studio I am in the midst of an absolute heaven of Star Wars merchandise I have I have spent far too much money on this podcast in this studio far too much well and this is just yours I mean I have a plethora of Star Wars
2: merchandise just sitting in my storage unit so once this thing takes off
0: your storage unit you mean my my basement no, that there too, but oh, my my storage unit and your basement. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have a hell of a time. I mean, this is oh, just gonna be this great. is gonna be great. This is this is. Dick. How, do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me? <laughs> that I that I went through the trouble of setting up this gorgeous studio space for us. It's
2: just incredible. It is- it is nice. It's a highlight
0: oh. to the week. And I'm not sending you any more pictures of it, because there's a lot of nuggets of surprise before, you know, you got to see these in person, Big Daddy. Oh, oh they I are good wait. ones. Oh, it is good. Um, I don't know. Should we get into the time warp? I've got a ton of stuff to talk about today. Yeah, well, have you read anything? Uh, I don't have it pulled up. I actually Real haven't X. gotten that far Um <laughs> I haven't gotten that far in... Well, let's just... Fuck it. Let's just let's just hit it anyway. Should we just hit it? Yeah. Uh, we can save it until you have more to talk about. I already hit it. Friends to know. Friends to know. And, place to go, know, and places to rainbow. go. Or right, I messed it up. I messed it up. Fuck! All right. Let's just... We can cut that whole part out. Just hit oh. the time warp. Well, we'll leave it in just so people can hear it. But let's just do the time warp. There's no book updates today. All right. What do we got for an air date on this bad boy? For Brain Invaders. Season 2 episode Brain Invaders.
2: (laughs) I know. (laughs) He really got creative with the name. Yeah. Uh, We got
0: December 4th, 2009. And on December 4th, 2009, we have two new things to talk about. We have a new song and we have a new number one movie in America. Which one do you want to go with first? Oh, let's go movie. All right. Let's go movie. All right. Um... I got to give you a hint. Let's see. What's a good hint? Uh, It's based on a true story starring Sandra Bullock. Oh, is it the blind side? Ding, ding. It started, it came in at number two last week and it brought itself all the way up to number one. It must be those good reviews that were rolling in for it. It was an Oscar winner, right?
2: uh, Yeah. Academy Award.
0: Yeah, it did win some awards. I do believe it's a good movie.
2: Yeah, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Sandra Bullock won, and she thanked Jesse James, the love of her life. <laughs> oh, over. yeah. How did that end <laughs> up going?
0: Didn't he turn out to be like Nazi adjacent or something like that? I don't know. It's a safe assumption. <laughs> it's a safe assumption. Um, uh, parody. I'm not sure. Parody. Don't sue us. Parody. Not sure. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Allegedly.
0: Allegedly Nazi-adjacent. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the number one song in America, though. Fireflies has died. It is no longer number one. <laughs> and it is not Jason Derulo, although those are the two songs that round out the top three. But we have a new number one song in America. Uh, it is hip-hop. Okay. And it features Alicia Keys. That's your hint.
2: Uh, is it the the... Is it... The New York one with, is it Jay Z? That's the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Empire State of Mind. Wow, you're on fire today.
2: That thing is over 10 years old.
0: Yes. That's crazy. It is crazy. We're getting old, man. I think every week is just us. The first 10 minutes is just us eventually saying, we're getting old. Let's get oh my into God. it. <laughs> no, it's it's like I'm getting reminders every single day. Did I tell you about what happened when I went out for frozen yogurt with Brie after we got the house? I didn't know that frozen yogurt places still existed. Remember when <laughs> there was nothing but frozen yogurt <laughs> yeah. stands on every yeah. every fucking strip mall had a frozen yogurt place? We went out. I was I was nervous I already told this, but I don't think I have. Um,
2: so we found out that we got the house and we just had to like go do something. So we were just like, let's go to, there's a frozen yogurt place kind of close to us. And we went there and it was like pretty much us and a couple other people were the only people in there. And then all of a sudden a flock of teenage boys like walked in and immediately I just was irate. Because it's a group of loud teenagers, um, so it was like kind of and they like bug, kind of budged in front of everybody and like grabbed cups and started like filling up their frozen yogurt cups, and I was kind of like giving them the side eye and like oh kind no. of growling as I walked by, and then I had to kind of lean over one as like to get my marshmallow <laughs> fr- flavored frozen yogurt, and I just leaned at like a forty five degree. And like something in my back just like tweaked. <laughs> my oh no. Back completely went out. <laughs> so as I was like seething at these youths, my back went out.
0: Well, just because they're young, it doesn't give them permission to be assholes. I know. God, fucking pricks. I hope they got hit by a bus when they left there. <laughs> I'm just sorry, I'm just kidding. God, we're on a we're this is a weird episode. Out <laughs> of tear. Hey, tear. at least I at least I actually won two out of two on the time warp. Yeah, you're on fire with the time warp. Um, I'm saying offensive things. Um, well, I haven't said anything offensive, have I? I didn't mean that I didn't want them to get hit by the bus. I was kidding. God, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start with this. Ep. I just I don't I don't want any more bad people. That's it. That's I just don't. <laughs> can we just be done with them already? I've had enough. That's enough. Give me some. Hey! For it. Just give me a look. Thank you. Thank there you. it is. Oh. Okay, all right. I got to cheer up. Let's get into this one. Let's just talk about the episode. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit in this wallowing of being absolutely pissed off. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about Brain Invaders. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Charles. All right. Okay. See, I'm already in a better mood now that we're going to talk about the episode. <laughs> All it takes is a little Kelsey <laughs> yeah. to really perk you up. I hope that those kids went home that night and kind of rethought their actions. Maybe they'll be better people tomorrow. Maybe How about they that? Went, went
2: home, tuned into TBS or wherever Fraser <laughs> Fraser yeah. repeats are running in syndicate. Yes. And decided that oh, we're
0: going to turn things around. We're going to turn things around after listening to this fictional psychiatrist that. <laughs> is employed <laughs> instead of running a private practice is employed by a fucking AM radio station. <laughs> what is he syndicated? I don't I don't, I don't think he was. I think he was knowing just straight up
2: No it, like from my experience with these teenagers though, uh odds are they're gonna be, they're gonna side with Bulldog and really <laughs> oh, really yes. identify with that
0: character. Those are Bulldog stands for sure. <laughs> like they are all in on Bulldog. All right, um, okay, so Brain Invaders. Now, this is kind of, is this the end of our Geonosian little voyeur, voyage we've been on here? Is this the end of it? No, I think so. I feel like we've been dealing with Geonosians for a very long time now. It has been a while. Months. No, not months. What has been, it's probably four or five episodes at this point. I'm yeah, losing track four of four weeks
2: or four episodes, Yeah. yeah.
0: OK, well, we start off and um, they've once again reminded us that uh, Geonosia, they Geonosis, they've liberated it. Uh, they're telling us the same things they told us last week. Uh, but we got a name for the queen. It's called Karina the Great. <laughs> yes. Um, they, we forgot to bring that up last week. week. Yeah. They, didn't, we didn't, they never said it, though, that we never got a name. So this was the first I had heard of the, the queen of the Geonosians having a name. So it's Queen yeah. Karina the Great. And it was like
2: the only thing I could think of is that Bob Dylan song that I sent to you before before we started. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, I see why you said that. All right.
2: Corina Corina.
0: <laughs> yes. Um so I you know, I, I that's I did not put, you know, when we have our second in command named Poggle, I didn't put it on Corina. <laughs> I know, <laughs> if I had to guess the name, if I had to guess the name, it I literally would have guessed Poggle the Greater. Um but Hey, Karina, Queen Karina. It's also great.
2: So the leader of the Geonosians speaks relatively well English and is named Karina. And the next in command is Poggle. Yeah, and and he just speaks in clicks and honks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I said it last week. The reason she's in in charge is because, one, she lays eggs, and two, she speaks basic. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she leads. Um, But she has nothing to do with this episode. They just name-dropped it there and gave it to us quick, gave us a little recap. Um, Basically, the premise of this episode is they're going to be taking Poggle to Coruscant to stand trial. Very exciting for Poggle. Now, what I have a question about, does Poggle get, like, a public defender <laughs> yeah, good question. Like, does like, he have any representation? Because, I mean, you know, they, they could bring in a droid to translate for him, but I, th- does he want to represent himself? I mean, I feel like that yeah. would be unwise.
2: What, the, it, so I, I, I think if you remember in episode three, when they go in and like quote unquote arrest Palpatine or try to, uh, Mace, like, kind of semi reads him Miranda rights do you remember (laughs) that (laughs) yes
0: master Windu, I take it general Grievous has been destroyed then I must say you're here sooner than expected in the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic
1: you're under arrest Chancellor are you threatening me Master Jedi
2: the Senate will decide your fate I am the Senate not yet (laughs) I'm wondering if they have, like, some kind of, like, statement that they have to read to someone like Pago before they bring him in officially. Yeah, I don't
0: know. It would be good to get that info. I'm wondering what the galactic law is. Because, I mean, the Republic prides itself on being the law and order of the galaxy. I mean, they are the governing body of the galaxy. So I'm assuming they get, like, some sort of defense, you know. I mean, you can't just bring somebody in there and just have them, you know. Just, you know, whatever they need to have. We still got we we still got one,
2: four and a half seasons left of the show. Yeah. Maybe we'll get an episode where it delves into court handlings (laughs) and how that how that's handled on Coruscant.
0: I'm curious what a like a standard Coruscant law office would be. What do you think the partners would be called? Like (laughs) like uh, Dex, Dexter and I don't know. You know what I'm getting at? I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? I can't pick anything off <laughs> the top of my head. Man, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, like Schwabel, gets and Sieben, you know? <laughs> who do you think the law office is? Who do you think the big law office on Coruscant is? I'm just imagining, like, some kind of
2: ambulance chaser that's meeting clients at Dax's restaurant. Yeah.
0: Like, the guy who tried to sell Obi-Wan death sticks in Episode 2, 100%. Yeah, no, no. He's the kind of guy that throws himself in front of a speeder and then tries to sue. <laughs> like There it is. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, they're taking Poggle to stand trial. What happens after that? We don't know. Maybe someday we'll find out. Um, so they're about to take off and Ki-Adi Mundi walks out of one of the transports and says they have received a distress signal from Dantooine. And I hope we get to see Dantooine, because I've always heard about Dantooine, but I've never actually seen Dantooine. Um, Yeah, uh, like, I cannot remember if it actually makes an appearance in the Clone
2: Wars or not, but, like, Dantooine is, obviously, it's mentioned in A New Hope, but I have no kind of recollection or idea of what the planet consists of.
0: Yeah, um, in the last novel I read, um... One of the uh, one of the smugglers, one of the main characters, retires to Dantooine and runs a farm. So it is, and it wasn't a moisture farm. It was like a, it was a farm. Um, so it's, I, you know, I highly doubt it's Tatooine type. It's, it's, it's a different type of uh, biosphere than Tatooine. But okay, it didn't say a ton about it. I'm sure we can look up more, but I'd rather just see it and make that determination for myself. There was so, apparently at some point a rebel base on it. Yes. The rebel base was on Dantooine and then he said it was and then what uh, a remnants of Tarkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Uh, that's way too much Dantooine talk. Uh, Basically, what happened on Dantooine is Mace Windu is there with his clone troops and they held off a large attack, um, but they took heavy damage and they need some supplies. So they have to go get some medical supplies. Uh, The problem is the medical supplies are on Ord Cestus. And now the thing with Ord Cestus is it's completely out of the way from Coruscant, where they're taking Poggle the Lesser. So Anakin um, volunteers that the Padawans are going to be the ones to take the medical supplies or go get the medical supplies from Ord Cestus. And those Padawans are Barriss and Ahsoka, our two faves, our absolute faves. Um, they, they are great together. They're it's, incredible. It's,
2: It's always an adventure when those two get
0: together. Yes. Now, um, Obi-Wan is like, okay, sounds good to me. Uh, They will rendezvous with him after delivering Poggle to Coruscant, and then they will all head to Dantooine together. And I'm just kind of like, what? Like, you have four masters here. You have (laughs) (laughs) Obi-Wan. You have Obi-Wan. You have Luminara. You have Ki-Adi-Mundi. And then Anakin, not a Jedi master, but a Jedi knight. So you have those four, like, head honchos, and you got two Padawans, you're just going to send the Padawans off on their own so you could all just take a pleasure cruise to Coruscant with Poggle the Lesser in tow. I don't that get it.
2: A, that was the first thing I wrote down, too. It's like, we have... Like, worst-case scenario, you got Anakin, Ahsoka, and Luminara, and Barris. It's like, why... Yeah. Why are we splitting up the masters and padwans? Like, why don't... don't
0: just Anakin and Ahsoka go one way, yeah, and Luminara and Barris go the other? Oh, right. And then also the other thing that drove me nuts is it's like okay, so you're going to send them to get the supplies, but then you're going to meet them there and then go to Dantooine together to <laughs> deliver the supplies. So why are you? Why even you're you're not? Expediating this at all. You're you're not being quick about this. You're just like, yeah. okay, you go there and you know, load up the supplies and then sit there and wait for us, and then we'll all go together. It makes like, no sense. It hurt my brain to listen to this.
2: Benefit, benefit of the doubt. The only thing that would make sense is if they're going for any kind of like, well, they need more responsibility. Like maybe we need to give them the opportunity to run missions by themselves or that type of thing.
0: Definitely, uh, not, that's the case, the, definitely the not the case, though. That is the only
2: explanation yeah. that I can come up with. But I
0: tell you this now, that definitely is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> it was the whole thing. The whole scene just hurt my fucking brain. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't understand the logic behind any of it. Um. So we after that scene, we get to some clones resting in a cave on Geonosis, and we see this worm hatch. Um and these are the same worms that we saw last week crawling around the dead Geon Oceans, the mind control uh, worms. And we see a worm hatch. It's in like a it looks like a I don't know, like a little cantaloupe or an avocado or something. <laughs> yeah. Like um yeah, yeah, they hatch out of a little fruit. Um and basically this worm slithers around and it crawls into uh a clone's nose. This clone looks like Charlie Manson. He's got like a <laughs> 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 He's got like a logo on his forehead. <laughs> so i just called him the charlie manson did <laughs> you get his name
2: eventually though
0: yeah i got it down here somewhere but i didn't Oh know, god, uh, scythe it's Scythe. it's a good one it's a, a good one. one for clone yeah. names
2: um and, and there's another They they really stylized like the group of clones that <laughs> that is like around scythe because one of them has like almost like a pompadour <laughs> like hair I, oh i got it down. another one's blonde it's crazy
0: dude I wrote down that they're like the 50s greasers of clones. Like this <laughs> entire troop like it. Yeah, this entire troop has like slicked back hair and shit. They're the weirdest looking clones ever. And then we got the the one that doesn't have the weird fucking slicked back hair or the soul patches or anything. Just has a giant marking on his forehead. <laughs> yeah. It's the weirdest looking group of clones we've ever seen. Um so basically there's probably I don't know, there's probably like 10 of them sleeping in there. It's this entire troop of them. And their commander comes in and just fires a gun in the air to rouse the troops and get them up because he's got, you know, orders for them. And then he drops this line, which is probably the horniest line we've gotten in a long time. And I'm going to go ahead and play it for you. So here we go. Sorry, boys. Hope I didn't interrupt any. Bless dreams. Jesus, man. <laughs> what the hell? Like, what, are, what could he possibly be insinuating there? I mean, we haven't gotten anything that insinuating since Senate spy. That line should just have been randomly that thrown like just that five second clip. They should just just cut it right into the middle of Senate spy and nobody <laughs> would have batted in an eye. They probably were like, oh, that was interesting, but whatever. Um, so uh, the commander announces that they're going to be going on a medical supply run. Uh, one clone is particularly annoyed by this uh, really This one's got a... He's got an itchy trigger finger by the name of Pulsar. He's annoyed. He really wants a battle. (laughs) Uh, But our greaser commander reprimands him pretty heavily for that. Um, Scythe is still asleep as they start to head out, and Pulsar wakes him up. Um, While Pulsar... Pulsar's like, hey, Scythe, get up. We got to get going. And as he turns around, he's got his back to him. Pulsar does some straight-up, like, satanic movements to, like... (laughs) some straight-up possession. shit. How would you describe this? How he Wait, stood hey, up?
2: Yeah, that's Scythe that
0: stands up like that. Yeah, Scythe stands up, but Pulsar wakes him up and is like, hey, Scythe, get up, we got to get going. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. turns his back to him, and then Scythe just does these crazy movements to stand yeah, up.
2: Yeah, he like stands up without assistance of any arms or anything else. It's like his legs bring yeah. him up. <laughs>
0: If you know what a, a kip-up is, it's where you're on your back and you just kind of throw yourself up and land on your feet. But it's like it he does that only satanic, I think is he's the like, best way to put he it. He
2: doesn't use the momentum of his body. It's like his legs, his feet are planted firmly on the ground and uses only his leg muscles to like bring yeah. him to <laughs> a standing position.
0: And while he's doing that, though, he's like bent in a full circle on his spine. It it's is very It, it is disconcerting. It is creepy. It is very strange. And I don't know how, like, granted he's mind controlled right now by this worm, but that doesn't explain how you turn into fucking Gumby. Okay. Like (laughs) it made no, it was just like, whoa, that was not expecting that. Um, so the clones and the Padawans are then boarding, uh, the medical frigate. And as Scythe walks by, you can see that he has some eggs in his bag. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a bunch of the tennis balls in his bag. Um, and the Padawans then get into the bridge and they page Kit Fisto, who is apparently at the medical supply center, that they are on their way. They they let our good friend Kit know. We haven't seen Kit in a while, have we? We
2: got Fisto.
0: Yes, we got some Fisto. Um, Our next scene is Ahsoka having trouble sleeping. Embarrassed is like, hey, just relax, try to sleep. And she's like, I can't sleep. Get up. Let's go eat. And so Barris just gets up with her. Like, just... Barris is, like, completely asleep. But Ahsoka just says, hey, we're going to the mess hall. We're going to get some grub. It is um, interesting, like,
2: if you are going from planet to planet, like, the jet lag has got to be
0: crazy. Especially oh, if yeah. you're traveling
2: through space when time really doesn't exist.
0: I can imagine, yeah. It's to um, be crazy. That being said, they have been on Geonosis for, like, seven years now. So... Um. <laughs> Well, and
2: I wonder if they do the same. So I, I think I can't remember where I heard it, but it, when uh, there are like people in the Navy that go down in submarines, it's kind of the same thing where there's no day or night when you're on a submarine. Yeah. So I, they probably do something similar where they they divide the day up really weird. Where like if you don't have to worry about a sunrise and a sunset, you can kind of like make your own time schedule. So I can't remember exactly what it is, but they divide the day into like three separate equal portions of hours. And it doesn't go by a 24 hour day. It's really, really weird. But when you don't have to worry about sunrise and sunset, you can kind of like make your own days. It's really interesting. The body is an interesting
0: thing. Um, oh yeah, Mother Nature is a mad scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I want to always get on the Kramer uh, Leonardo da Vinci sleep schedule, where he just like <laughs> takes, <laughs> where he just takes like half an hour cat naps like five times throughout the day, <laughs> and thinks that that's enough rest. <laughs> hey, uh, listen now. Uh, do me a favor, will you? I got a hot day tonight with Connie. Knock on my door. Wake me up in twenty minutes, all right? Cat nap? No, 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 no. This is evolutionary. I've been reading this book on Leonardo
2: da Vinci. See, that means from Vinci. Do you know that? Must be some book. Yeah, well, it turns out that the master slept only 20 minutes every three hours. Now, that works out to two and a half extra days that I'm awake per week, every week. Which means if I live to be
0: 80, I will have lived the equivalent of 105 years. Uh, anyways, okay. So, we get a quick scene of Scythe. He's sneaking into the barracks, and he lays a bunch of the eggs and just kind of, I don't know. There's like four... uh four clones in these bunk beds that are sleeping when he lays these eggs. And so they all get infected with this parasite. So everybody's everybody's mind controlled. There's going to be so many, so much mind control in this episode. Um, we get back to the mess hall and Ahsoka and Barris are discussing being peacekeepers versus being warriors. And this is one of the many clips that I saved from this episode, because I think this episode shows us a couple things about Ahsoka. um, one thing that I thought was really interesting is just the dynamics of her versus her master, Sky Anakin Skywalker. Just they're very different. They're a very different of moments. There's a lot of foreshadowing that happens yeah. in this episode, and also you also get the vibe like this was the first episode in a while where I felt like Ahsoka was really looking up to somebody, and I feel like she looks up to Barris for advice, and Barris definitely strikes us in this episode as the more mature of the Padawans. Yeah. An interesting dynamic, so I'm going to go ahead and play this I scene was for you. I thinking
1: about what you said earlier, about enjoying the peace while it lasts. As a Jedi, I'm not sure I know how to do that. Master Windu has said we are keepers of the peace, not warriors. However, once the war is over, it will be our job to maintain the peace. Yes, but will we do so as keepers of the peace or warriors? And... What's the difference? I don't have all the answers, Ahsoka. Like you, I'm a learner. What does your master tell you? Anakin? Oh, um... You might find some of his thoughts on the future uh, a bit radical. Really? Why? Let's just say my master will always do what needs to be done. I'm not even sure how peacetime will agree. Listen
0: to the music in the background. (laughs) (laughs) There is a lot of Anakin Vader foreshadowing in this episode. Um, it is heavy on dark side, Anakin. Um, so, but they're, gosh, I mean, this is only the second season and I left this episode. We'll get more into it, but I left this episode being like, I think Anakin's going to be a Sith within a week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) like they really went heavy on it in this episode. Um, so we get to the cockpit, and Scythe and two of the clones that are now mind controlled just off the pilots. I
2: don't know why, yeah. why aren't you trying to
0: mind control these pilots? That's the thing. So I, why do they kill bit, these ones?
2: I had the exact same thought, and I thought so when when they shot them, I was like, why didn't they just mind control them? And then I was like, oh no, it must be because they they've used all of the eggs to mind control the the current batch of clones that they have. And then like in a two Not scenes, <laughs> they have like a bundle of eggs still. Like They're why so... don't they why did they just roll a couple of those things into the
0: cockpit? They have so many fucking tennis balls, man.
2: It's insane. Um, the other thing I, I took a timestamp, so it was at uh 639 that my favorite mystery blaster sound comes into play. Uh and you'll hear that. And uh, now, God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but I don't know what it is. Like, it, I I explained that to you last week off air. Um, but I don't know like what it is. It's like every single time that they lift a blaster, it makes that noise, and I I've tried looking it up and. I still can't find an explanation behind the mechanics
0: of it. Perhaps us inserting it into this episode is the first step into you figuring out what the hell it is. Hey, I can dream. Gee, (laughs) but. So the Padawans, uh, we get back to them. They're still in the mess hall chatting it up and two clones walk in and immediately start firing on them. Um, The Padawans are very cautious not to kill the clones. They easily could have killed the clones, but instead they just disarm them and knock them out. Um two more clones then enter shortly after the melee. But, but before they do that, uh Ahsoka very happily welcomes
2: in Ox, it's and, Ox edge. and Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Ox
0: and Edge. She invites um, them
2: to sit down for dinner with her. Sure.
0: So two more clones enter. Um these clones are Trap and Havoc. Uh Trap is the uh horny leader that we got, the horny <laughs> commander that we got earlier. Yep. Um And Havoc is just I don't know. He's Havoc. He's he's a fucking guy. Whatever. Um, The Jedi's immediately pull their lightsabers out and start questioning them. Um, The two clones act as confused as the Jedi. Um, Barriss and Ahsoka eventually get to the point where, okay, we trust you now because the clones say, hey, we're dropping our weapons. We don't know what's going on either. So they drop their weapons. Um, and then they all decide uh, on a plan. So Barris, Ahsoka, and Trap are going to check on the bridge. Havoc is staying with the two unconscious parasitic clones. Um, once again, I'm a little confused by the uh, much like, oh, we're going to send the two padawans while us four go to Coruscant. Yeah. I'm kind of confused by why are we taking three to the bridge, but we're only <laughs> yeah. taking, we're only leaving one to deal with two parasitic clones. Um, and I got to assume that um, Havoc isn't going to be quick to kill his friends if they come to, if he needs to. I, You know, I, I feel like <laughs> he might be a little conflicted there. He might be conflicted for a minute. And I, I think just a second is pretty much all that those parasitic clones need <laughs> to disarm him. Um, <clears throat> but it is what it is. So um, we get back to the Jedi Master ple- Pleasure Cruise that I like to call it. I call it the Pleasure Cruise this week. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it it really pissed me off. Like, it really annoyed me that like, oh yeah, we're all just gonna go together here. It's gonna be great. Um, Luminaro says she has lost contact with the medical frigate and Anakin just freaks out. But we get a fucking awesome Obi-Wan line, so I'm gonna play that for you here. Something's
1: (laughs) It is certainly most unlike either Padawan to lose contact.
0: They're in trouble. Anakin, have faith in your Padawan. She would have checked in. Like you always do. Good point. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Love Obi-Wan. That was a great line. <laughs> so right back in his face, even though Anakin is right, something's wrong. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, even yeah. though
2: Obi-Wan is completely wrong in this situation, <laughs> yeah. but still had gravitas to it
0: Yes, Obi-Wan delivered. Um Kiadi Mundi then says, hey, we need to just worry about interrogating Poggle. It's been a real slog so far. He's not cooperating. It's probably because he's just clicking and they're like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> I'm just kidding. They have a translator there. Um Anakin yeah, pulls Rex a, aside. They have a knockoff 3PO there to tell yeah, what
2: Poggle saying. It's a
0: really subpar 3PO knockoff. Um Anakin lets Rex know before he leaves the bridge. Hey, keep a lookout for any communication from Ahsoka and let me know. Um, we get to the bridge of the medical frigate and Scythe puts on the autopilot and engages a bunch of security shields. Um, these security shields pre- prevent the Padawans and, uh, Trap from getting on the bridge. Um, so Barris tries to override the controls, but as she's doing that trap suddenly just starts firing at her. <laughs> so Trap playing the long game here was actually, um, you know, under the control of these parasites the entire time. Um, so he suddenly tries to fire on Barris. Um She force pulls her saber to her. He, She had dropped it um, and stabs him right through the stomach. And there's a very odd scene because Ahsoka just kind of stands there and just stands there. It was very odd.
2: Well, the, the, the odd part is in a, a minute or two, Ahsoka says something along the lines of like, Trap was my friend. He wouldn't do something like that. And it's like, really? Because you're not grieving that hardly after <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your one friend just stabbed your other th- friend through the stomach.
0: Yeah, but did lightsaber. you did you notice, though, when he started firing on Barris that Ahsoka just stood there? Yeah. And they didn't. She easily could have disarmed him. And she just kind of stood there. And I don't know if that was intentional. I mean, there are parts of this episode that would indicate to me that it was intentionally done. Um, because the episode kind of deals with attachment and how Jedi's deal with attachment and the proper ways of dealing with attachment.
2: But and Ahsoka following it up with, the like, verbalizing that Trap was her friend. Maybe that's,
0: maybe that's what they're going it. for, but, I mean, he's literally, like, firing point-blank range at her other friend here, Paris. And so yep. it was odd. I, I don't know if it was just kind of just, you know poor animating or where it went wrong. I I just didn't really translate for me. I found it strange. And from what we know about Ahsoka, like she is quick to the gun and quick to defend people. So I just found it weird. Um, So the Padawans assess the remains of the worm that they got out of the corpse of trap. Um, And they are like, oh, God, we got to quarantine this ship. We got to go contact Master Fisto to update him on the situation. Um, and as they're kind of walking the halls, heading towards the communication room, they hear a bunch of gin ocean clicks. So the clicks that we've become so familiar with in recent weeks that, you know, that shit. Um, <laughs> we don't even it, need to pull a soundbite no, for that. You nailed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's what it fucking is. Um, so they hear that and they go in and they look in the hangar and they see a clone being held by, I don't know, probably five other clones. And they watch him insert a parasite directly into this clone's nose. Um, and while that's going on, another clone approaches them from behind and starts firing on them. So now they're alerted to the other. The other clones are alerted to their presence and they're getting fired at from both sides. So we have a little bit of a melee in the hangar. And it's just basically Ahsoka and Barriss just deflecting shots with their lightsaber. Um, Ahsoka does get one lovely reflection uh, deflect off of her lightsaber and kills one of the clones on their opposite side. It was really great. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a bit of a melee, but they quickly just decide to escape into the vents. So they just do some nice force jumps and escape into the vents in the ceiling. Um, so, yeah, it's a very odd scene. Uh, I, like, I, how many are fucking infected at this point? It's, I know. It's got to be like 40 or something. It's ridiculous. I, I feel like all of them are infected. What I'm thinking about, like, are any of them not? I, yeah, I, I don't think I, so. I think, I think at this point, it's they've permeated the entire ship. Maybe havoc. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> havoc. We don't really yeah. know. Um but so yeah, they they jump into the vents. Um and Barris says, hey, I'm to head to the reactor room to disable the thrusters. Um and Ahsoka is supposed to go contact uh Master Fisto and give him a heads up about what's going on. Ahsoka shows some hesitancy about splitting up. Barris encourages her, and um this is where I remark that Barris is very much more like the seasoned learner. Like she just strikes me as the leader of the troop in this episode, she's kind of calling the shots and being very reassuring um, to Soko when Ahsoka seems to be doubting things like Ahsoka's, I don't know, maybe something that happened in the episode when they got buried in the tank or something, maybe she's kind of rattled a little bit. I don't know if they're going to play off well, her, but it's just, she's not as assertive as we're used to seeing.
2: Yeah. Well, I also think it's, Uh, differences in their training. Like Anakin is very fly by the seat of his pants and I'm sure he keeps Ahsoka close and he's just telling her like, just do what I do and don't, don't question it. And it doesn't really give her the, uh,
0: yeah, but that kind of
2: experience to do stuff by her own. And in Luminara has said that she has given her Padawan more freedom uh, makes her study more so she I, I I don't know I'm just making an argument like maybe there's more yeah, confidence in Barris from that type of training style
0: it would make sense in you know from the context of like the last five episodes based on what they've been giving us but everything that led into those five episodes contradicts this type of thing from a so yeah Um, it's it's like they're rewriting Ahsoka's character and what she's already done because, like we we, as we remarked about in the one episode where they went into the tunnels of the Geonosian weapons factory, this isn't out of the norm for Ahsoka. But Anakin's acting like he's never let her out of his sight. Yeah, it's just like, dude, she goes off and does shit all the time. So I don't really. It's I don't know. I I, honestly, I don't know what's going on here. I'm kind of confused about where the characters are going right now, to be completely honest. Uh, It just seems different, but it's a little disjointed. Yeah, it's a little disjointed, but like we said, it's pretty obvious that they're getting their pacing figured out. They're getting a lot of things figured out that you are seeing um, get better as we get further into this show. So, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I just find it kind of odd. Um. So Ahsoka uh, gets there and starts, gets to the communication room and is communicating with Fisto. She's like, hey, we got to stop the ship. We can't bring it in. Blah, blah, blah. We got these parasites. Fisto's like, no, I want you to bring the ship in. I want to study them. And I wrote down, what a novel idea. If only they could have studied one like a week ago. (laughs) If, you know, maybe Obi-Wan had grabbed one to study and learn a little more about it. Um that could have been really helpful at this point, but I do believe that certain Jedi just ripped it out of Obi-Wan's hands and stomped on it, right? Or am I mistaken? Hey,
2: in Anakin's defense, Anakin di- did tell Obi-Wan that he could study his boot if he wanted to, and Obi-Wan didn't take him up on that. So, uh,
0: We love you, Anakin. You're so cool. Um, <laughs> so Barris is then sneaking around, and she's about to go into a corridor, and she gets just straight up electrocuted. Um and she's suddenly surrounded by infected clones. so they it's implied that they infect her. they cut away, but you hear a scream. Um, but yeah, she's she's about to walk through this corridor and like uh, I don't know it's kind of like a ray shield or something that they turn on her, but it looks like lightning. Uh, I don't know, she just gets electrocuted.
2: Yeah, it looks like it, there's <laughs> almost like thermal detonators cut in half and magnetized to the walls. and then those are the things that shoot the lightning on her.
0: Sure. Um, but yeah, the clones also are like, uh, oh, there's one thing we know what I do is to catch a Jedi or something like that. <laughs> it's like, You've been you know, working
2: on your New Zealand accent, haven't you? Yeah, dude.
0: Um, I'm going to have to get, <laughs> we're going to have to get me a, a clone name. Maybe, maybe that'll be a poll for our Twitter as I try desperately. <laughs> what what should Tom's clone name be? Um, you got any off the top of your head that I think would be a it good one. It would be one? great if, if the poll came back and it was like Philip. Yeah, (laughs) well, we'll one regular name there. I'm going to go with Bazooka. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a good clone name. Um, So, yeah, Um, Ahsoka then hollows. uh, After that, we get Ahsoka. She's still in the com room. She starts communicating with Rex, and then Anakin hops on to the view screen. Um, Anakin says, hey, I'm going to go interrogate Poggle to try to get some answers. Make sure you have a com, a little calm wristwatch thing. Whatever the hell we call them. Yeah, we'll just call them the Apple Watches um so he can update her on the information he gets from Poggle um after she signs off with Anakin Barris shows up in the comm center acting very i don't know um very suspicious
2: very Sus- suspicious Sus- almost, Sus as the yeah. kids call it
0: uh yeah she she's acting almost like she's um you know like depersonalizing like she she looks out of body almost she's <laughs> she's there but she's not and um, so, so
2: far we've gotten, in this season, we've gotten a Godzilla episode, we've gotten a zombie episode, and this is our, like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers episode. Yes. And they're doing, like, they're, they're doing, like, cuts in certain, like, music stings that are very reminiscent of that type of genre. Sure. And the way that they cut to Barris and play the music, like, at the same time, it's almost like a jump scare yeah. attempt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's very stylized in
0: that. Yeah, type I mean, of genre. So many of these episodes thus far in this season have been like ode to this, owed mm-hmm. to that, like directly um, paying homage to various genres that probably inspired the writers and more. Yeah. than likely George Lucas walked in said, "Hey,
2: where should do, you do this." You know what is a genre that I hope they start to emulate soon? Uh, a goddamn Star Wars movie. That's a yeah, genre that uh, I'm hoping that they get to.
0: That would be cool. That, now, that <laughs> is a novel idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, Barris, basically brain-dead Barris. We'll call her brain-dead Barris. I like that. That's catchy. Um, she... Is standing behind like this plate glass map um and she just force pushes it and just shatters it and like throws all these glass shards at ahsoka uh, ahsoka blocks them with a the force and then a lightsaber fight ensues um ahsoka is playing extremely defensive she's not trying to be aggressive at all she's trying to reason with her like hey i'm your friend what are you doing This the it's the parasite you know wake up um so she basically continues to fight defensively, tries to uh, get bears to wake up. Um, eventually, she just kind of kicks her and knocks bears over and then just runs out of there. So Ahsoka is it's assumed I'm assuming Ahsoka is the only one on the entire ship that isn't infected at this point. At this point, I would say that's a safe bet. Yeah, We still don't know about Havoc, but I'm just going to go ahead and guess that he was in on it with Trap. I don't know. It's my guess. It's my guess. I would assume. Or he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did just leave him with two, two parasites. So who knows? He's either dead or infected. Um, okay. Now this is a scene. Uh, this is a fucking scene we got coming up here. So we get Anakin. He's down in the brigs of the Jedi Pleasure Cruise. Um, and he's going to Poggle's cell. And you'll notice the music when he's going to Poggle's cell is the Imperial March music. Um, And we get a dark-ass scene. We have a protocol droid in the cell translating, and Anakin also sends away the two clone guards. So it's literally just Anakin, Poggle, and the protocol droid in this cell. Um, Anakin says, you're going to tell me what's going on here, and Poggle's like, Jedi mind tricks don't work on me, idiot. (laughs) And... (laughs) I, Anakin <laughs> really wasn't actually trying to Jedi mind trick him. He was just more of making a statement. And I'm going to go ahead and play this scene for you because it is something else. You will answer my questions. But you are not The other Jedi already learned this. Mind tricks. <laughs> mind tricks. Okay, that's he's Anakin he's... just punching him in the face. <laughs>
2: I will never <laughs> Jedi. We'll see about that,
0: Poggle. And now he's force choking him, and you'll notice the music.
2: Another interesting part about that, too, is uh, we actually edited it out. None of that was actually Poggle. That was all Tom just using his
0: yes. newfound talent. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, holy shit. Have we seen, like, him flirting with the dark side any more than what we just saw?
2: I think we got, like, a, a dip into the pool, like a toe toe dip into the pool, but, like, nothing like this.
0: Well, um... God, I'm thinking back. I think there's a movie called Attack of the Clones, and I think he kills an entire village of people.
2: <laughs> that's a pretty clear sign. Okay.
0: But yeah, I mean, this was pretty grim. I mean, he's got a prisoner that's unable to defend themselves. He assaults the prisoner and then starts choking the prisoner with the force to get information out of them. Um, <clears throat> it was kind of like Batman with the Joker in The Dark Knight, where he just beats the shit out of him in the interrogation <laughs> yeah. room.
2: Well, and um, it comes down to it, it, it's it, like... Talking about attachment and that type of thing. It's like Anakin is nervous about Ahsoka and he's worried. And so in desperate times. <laughs> exactly. That, I mean, they're playing that and that's,
0: that's what the whole theme of the episode is this attachment thing. And there's a clip at the end that we'll play that really kind of hammers at home. Um, but it leads me to believe. Like, can you imagine if it was Padme on that ship? What do you think? Antigua oh my god! <laughs> he would have just walked in and chopped the fucker's head off. Like he wouldn't even been able to. He'd be like, oh well, fuck. Now I'm fucked. But he would. No, like, he would. He would have forced choke Moondy in order to,
2: <laughs> to get at Poggle quicker.
0: Yeah, and then he would have literally just like decapitated the protocol droid and <laughs> like pissed down its neck hole, like. <laughs> He would have gone absolutely ballistic. Uh, We get back to the medical frigate and Ahsoka is continuing to retreat and occasionally has to engage with Barriss. And she just engages defensively, um, knocks her down and then escapes into some vents. Um, We're back on the pleasure cruise and Anakin updates the masters and he's and they're like, how the fuck? He's like, yeah, I know how to take care (laughs) of the worms. He's like. He's like, you got to freeze the worms. They don't react well to the cold. And it's like, oh, that's not that shocking, considering they're from fucking a desert planet. But um, they're like, how did you get him to talk? He's like, he doesn't respond directly to that question. He's like, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that he told me how to stop the worms. That's, how are they just?
2: That's my favorite part <clears throat> of the entire episode is three Jedi masters We're like how the hell did you get him to talk? And they all kind of like look at each other in a weird way. Yeah. Like how did they, they
0: should, they, they? how did they, it's, it boggles my mind that they let this dude continue <laughs> to be a Jedi. Like it's, it's, we see so much that is just like, holy shit. This guy is fucked, man. Like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have an intervention with this guy, man. He is going to kill a lot of people. Um, But hey, it's the Jedi, man. I mean, it just kind of plays to a lot of the shit we hear in the prequel movies. Like, they are blind to a lot of shit, and they're very arrogant uh, to a lot of shit. They seem like they know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) They don't care. He's a good pilot. He blows stuff up. Um, (laughs) um, So Ahsoka comes into Anakin from the vents, and he's telling her, how the worms are affected by the cold. You need to go rupture the coolant system, and we're going to freeze them out. Um, so Ahsoka's like, all right, I'm going to go. Barris continues to trail Ahsoka, uh, through the hallways. Ahsoka does get down to the engineering room and she hits some buttons and releases a whole shit ton of coolant, uh, into the atmosphere of the ship. Um, the ship then drops out of hyperspace. Uh, they are now at the, uh, medical, I don't know, what do you call it? Medical space station, I guess. It's one of those cool ones. I got the cool docking side things and yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We love those docks. Um so the ship drops out of hyperspace. Fisto sends out what's called tugs. Um basically, and the tugs are uh they're they're little ships that I I guess their entire purpose of the tugs is to just be like tractor beams, I guess. Yeah, they're like they're like tugboats. It's it's hold like a- just hold your thought, hold your thought. <laughs> It's Adam's ship talk. Adam's ship and Lego talk. Just let it play. All right.
2: Oh, you son of a bitch!
0: Yeah, Adam. I he was, was baited. T- yeah, tell us about the
2: tugs. No, well, I don't know too much. I, I didn't <laughs> no, have it's, it's, the time to like research it's, it's, them. But I was like, they, "What are you talking about? They call they're called tugs. They're, yeah. they're like tugboats." <laughs> yeah. Um, they're literally yeah, just, just
0: like, little shuttles that <laughs> act as, you know, like uh, portable tractor beams almost.
2: Yeah, they, they tie up to the big ships as they come in and uh, help them dock. And apparently, sure. like, as we see in a couple of minutes, they come in very handy. Oh, yeah,
0: they are great. Um, I just really want an excuse to play this.
2: Of course. That's all. You know. Of course.
0: Anyways, um, <laughs> you'll have plenty of other opportunities. I know. I just, you know, I like using these drops. <laughs> all right. So uh, Fisto does not want anyone going on the ship until all the parasites are contained. Um, we get back to inside the ship and Ahsoka is wandering around freezing. She's still wearing her midriff showing. Thing. <laughs> she's still got like the George Lucas, <laughs> the George like Lucas a, attire on. Of course she's freezing. She's yeah. barely dressed. Yeah, she's like she's dressed for a day on the beach. You know, it's (laughs) it's not going to be comfortable for her in here. Um, But yeah, she's wandering the halls, freezing. Barris is hot on her tail. Uh, She finally reaches the bridge and tries shutting down the engines as they're coming in too fast to dock. Um, And while she's trying to shut down the engines, Barris catches up to her and attacks her. Like all of a sudden she just sees like a lightsaber cut in and hit the panel. Um, And so. They have one of their little battles back and forth. Ahsoka is able to knock her down again, and then Ahsoka hits her with a blast of cold air from this uh, tube that's kind of hanging. From I don't, I don't know how the tube dropped down. Did you see? Was it? Did it get hit by a lightsaber or something? I or? think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Chibata. Um, and then we get a really harrowing line from. <laughs> we get a really harrowing <laughs> line from Barris. Well, in all this is all. All right. I don't know if we heard it, but I'll play it again. Please. I can't. Like, Barris has like half a second after getting hit by this big fucking tube of ice. <laughs> that the other
2: thing, too, is like that causes the worm to start like flying out of her mouth. Yeah. And, like <laughs> trying to attack Ahsoka at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and that time. actually
0: happened with Trap earlier, too, where it came out of his mouth. Like, I think if you get injured, uh, the worm, like, kind of just comes out for a second and shows itself it's very strange um but yeah i mean Barris gets hit by this you know just tons of cold air um and she has like this moment of where she you know it comes to and it's herself talking for a second she just literally asks ahsoka to kill her yep. like she wants to die like she's obviously in hell with this parasite and ahsoka's like i i can't ahsoka just flat out says i can't um, and then at that point, Barris once again gets controlled by the parasite once it kind of recovers from that blast of cold air and starts to attack again. Um, well, this, talks- is,
2: this is the point, too, where the the tugs really show their use, where Barris hit the controls with her lightsaber. So they're speeding towards the the medical station and the tugs are using their their tractor beam to kind of stabilize the ship. Sure.
0: Yeah, so uh, the tugs are really going to be the only thing that can bring this ship in. It is coming in fast. Um, So the worm is... uh, Ahsoka does some more damage with her fists. I mean, she's not using her lightsaber on Barris here. She's very careful to just be defensive. Um, But she kind of hurts Barris a little bit, knocks her down again, and the worm starts hanging out of her mouth. And it's at this point that Ahsoka just like carefully cuts it with her lightsaber. Um, The ship docks with the help of the tugs... Um, they attach something called the Sub-Zero conduit to make sure that it's really freezing in there, so all the parasites die. Um, and Fisto and the clones then board the ship. Um, Fisto comes to the bridge and he sees Ahsoka and Barris kind of just lying there, um, and well, Barris and- is Barris is in Ahsoka's arms, very heartwarming. Yes.
2: Yep, um, Ahsoka's cradling Barris. Yeah, yeah like- I I missed it the first time I watched through, but uh, looking at it again. You, you do see that the parasite is cut in half, like laying on the ground. Yeah. As they walk in, yeah. Too.
0: As she swings with her lightsaber, they cut away because, like, the the worm is hanging out of Barris's mouth, and she like has to be really delicate to not injure Barris while cutting this thing. So they actually show her start to bring her lightsaber down and then cut away. I mean, you kind of know that she's not going to hit Barris, like right yeah, in the yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Like if she's just <laughs> laying there with her decapitated skull. <laughs> <laughs> Fisto's like, oh, hi there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Fisto finds them and says, yeah, hey, you did a good job. You rest up." Um, Ahsoka then wakes up suddenly in the medical bay, and Anakin is sitting there waiting for her to wake up. It was very um, Frodo waking up in Rivendell, and Gandalf is waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she immediately asks about Barriss, and Barriss is fine. The clones are fine. Anakin says, all thanks to her and her hard work. Um, Fisto comes in and confirm he, he, they have confirmed that these are the same parasites that they saw in Geonosis. Um, they're informing the troops that are still on Geonosis to watch out for them and how to handle them. Um, and Anakin muses that this may have been how they recaptured the planet again, because they, they had captured Geonosis, lost it, and then they had to recapture it. So Anakin believes that maybe um, these mind control parasites played a role in their capturing of Geonosis. Um. Then Ahsoka asks to have a word with Anakin in private. Fisto gives a very cool smile and nod. I love Fisto; he's fucking dope Classic dude. smile. Oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a fucking classy guy. Fisto um, yeah, Fisto fucking wails, dude. Um. And then Ahsoka asks Anakin some questions about, you know, she Barris asked her to kill her, you know, when she was infected with the parasite, and she kind of came to. She's like, I couldn't do it, so. We get an interesting clip here to end the episode.
1: On the ship, Barris was gone, and she wanted me to kill her. She told me,
0: "But you couldn't do it.
1: No, no, I couldn't. But should I have? I mean, it worked out now. But if we had failed, if the ship docked and the worm spread, and
0: Ahsoka, it's your duty to save as many lives as you can." Varys knew you could save thousands if the worms were destroyed, which she thought meant destroying her too. But you did the right thing. You knew the freezing cold would kill the worms. Letting go of our attachments is a difficult struggle for all of us. You are <laughs> one to talk. <laughs> the right choice okay um so that's anakin's little advice if god just talk about a hypocrite man i good lord (laughs) letting go of our attachments is one of the hardest do you just choke the shit out of a unarmed prisoner (laughs) because of your obsession obsessive attachments dude this guy this fucking guy Dude, and, like, all I could think of all in these scenes of this episode, like, I had recently rewatched Phantom Menace, and all I could think of was, like, that friendly, terrible actor kid, just... Jake Lloyd? Yeah, no, um, but just in general, just the character, the character of Anakin in Phantom Menace, like, cringy, yes, like, not the greatest lines, not great writing, but he's, like, just this super helpful, like, positive... You know, easygoing kid who's just there to help people, and that's all he cares about. And like, he would never hurt a fly. And then this, this just monster dude, like, he is off his rocker. Is there any doubt?
2: Oh, no, not at all.
0: It's fucking nuts, man. Um, but yeah, that's all I could think about is just Jake Lloyd, like, Yeah. <laughs> You you can intervene the booty freeze you know. It's like, holy shit, dude. dude. What the fuck happened? <laughs> because, like, even in Attack of the Clones before the fucking sand people shit, dude, he is just this like spiteful sniveling brat the way he asked Obi-Wan, like, what the fuck happened to this kid? Teenagers, um, man. I guess, but good lord, holy shit, it was a lot. Um, And then we end our episode, and it's a very eerie end of the episode. After that little conversation with Anakin, Ahsoka just kind of looks out the bay windows at a bunch of ships into space, and there's just no music, nothing. She's just looking out into the void of space, and you're just like, hmm, very quiet. And 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 then suddenly credits in. Credits roll. Very abruptly. It is fucking nuts, man.
1: (laughs) Holy shit.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's our episode. Uh, What do we got in IMDb for a rating?
2: So yeah. IMDb is giving this one the... uh, It bumped up 0.2 points. So last week's Legacy of Terror was 7.8. And this one comes in at an even 8. So it's a highly rated
0: episode. I mean, I honestly like... For the... um, Just the kind of confusion about... What I've you know about the characters and where they're going and how I'm kind of like getting conflicting, you know, conflicting views of characters and how I expect them to act and their personalities in recent episodes. I did enjoy it quite a bit. I like the Barris Ahsoka dynamic. I think it's fun to watch them. They're literally probably my two favorite characters right now. Um, We are getting we are
2: getting a lot of like good Ahsoka character development.
0: Oh yeah, Um, yeah. Like I'm gonna have to go with a you know. Gosh, this is tough. I'm gonna to give it a six point five. It was an... 6.5. It was enjoyable, um, but it wasn't one of the best episodes by any means. It was enjoyable.
2: It's a drop off. Last
0: week, you gave Legacy of Terror an eight. Yeah, it's just that was just Obi Wan, dude. It was all Obi Wan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, really, this episode banks completely off of Ahsoka and Barriss, who are two of my favorite characters. So. Uh, they are to credit for all 6.5, all of it, all that yeah. 6.5. I mean, if like, honestly, like I'm kind of glad they sent those two off on their own, because if that was fucking like Anakin and Luminara, I'd probably been like this episode fucking sucks. Like yeah. it's trash, dude. So 6.5. Yeah.
2: In similar, like it's not a bad episode. I think I'm just getting impatient because I know what's coming up, and I know that there's better stories coming up. And we did, like, I love Barris, I love Ahsoka, I love the fact that we're getting those two again, isolated to show kind of the differences in their upbringing and their training, and uh, them kind of like measuring themselves off of each other. Um, but I'm just, this is episode four in this Geonosian saga. And it's another episode that takes place like primarily in space, um, and so I gave it a five point five. So each G and Ocean episode has just like slowly declined.
0: Yeah, I think and it's I think, not
2: bad. It's just I I I want to move forward.
0: Yeah, I think we're ready for a change of scenery here. Um, I think the sweet spot on arcs is three episodes max. Um yeah. I think this was either four or five, and I've I've, I've I'm done with I'm, 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 you know, I'm, that That's me saying, I'm done with this shit. Um,
2: that's what we call a ocean goodbye.
0: Yeah, that's a good old ocean oh, goodbye.
2: Light
0: uh, okay, light side moment of the week. Um, for me, it's not a specific moment. It's just a vibe. And it's the vibe that Ahsoka gives off, like just how caring she is, um, how careful she is with, you know, how she has to defend herself. Um, You know, she's she's not trying to kill anybody here. Like she she's very much just playing defense and doing all that she can to keep all of her friends alive, especially the engagements with Barris. Like she's extremely defensive. And And you can
2: tell like right from the start, right when everything breaks down. Like there's not one instance where she's trying to kill anyone.
0: No. Um, yeah.
2: She's like that thought doesn't even cross her mind.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's just Ahsoka, the vibe she puts out. Like she, you can tell that she would make an extremely good Jedi master someday. Like she's, she's, she's starting to get the roll down very well.
2: And I, so my lightside moment is very similar um, but I pinpointed it down to like a moment. And that's when they walk in, when Kit Fisto walks in and Ahsoka's cradling Barriss. It was just like a sweet moment after kind of some tension. And you might not know if you're walking into a de- decapitated Barriss, but you walk in and she's cradling her friend, which yeah. I thought
0: was sweet. No, it was a very heartwarming scene. I, and I thought it actually added a lot to everything after all that they've gone through and like, you know, um, yeah, it was nice. It was, just, yeah, it was really heartwarming. Um, it was probably the highlight of the episode was that little moment there.
2: If you only knew the power of the dark side.
0: Um, Yeah, Anakin. Pog- <laughs> Anakin and Poggle, the interrogation room. That's all I got. Sorry. That's that's it, man. I mean, that was just straight up vicious shit.
2: But it is kind of, it is cool to see a little bit of foreshadowing. Like, I, I, I like that the Clone Wars is do, starting to do stuff like this, where you can start to see a little bit of that Vader kind of peek through.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, like, I like the foreshadowing, but this was like so in your face it was like he's he's almost there like i said you know it's like you feel like he's gonna go full sith within like a week of this because it was just that dark it was that dark um what was your dark side moment
2: so my dark side moment um was just the moment with barris saying kill me (laughs) okay yeah it's like a very dark moment in the episode um yeah, and understandably, I mean, I wouldn't want a worm crawling around my brain, but no, oh, absolutely this is a not. Dark moment.
0: Sure, yep, uh, I feel you on that one. Thank you, Rex. All right, Dark Horse Hero of the Week. Okay, um, there's a lot of them. I am going to go with Trap. In the opening scene, when he gets horny, um, <laughs> that's my dark horse hero of the week. Trap just for his. I hope you didn't. Uh, hope it didn't interrupt any good dreams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <dude. laughs> he's fucking weird, man. That was a weird line, but I, I it made me laugh. So that's that. He's my dark horse hero of the week. Who do you? Got? Okay,
2: uh, I'm going. Uh, my dark horse hero is going to be a little off the wall, but. I think if anyone deserves it this week, it's gonna be that guy. And it is uh the Republic uh HVAC engineer who is in charge of installing the cooling system in that ship. Because without that guy, they would have been
0: fucked. Oh yeah. I mean, God, they blow a shit ton of Freon into that place. Is that what that's called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, well, that dude deserves a raise yeah. after that. I mean, she lets loose that, you know, she lets it loose. Ahsoka does in the engineering room. And that place is like, it's fucking Pantora within like 20 <laughs> seconds. Like, that, that place, man, lovely air conditioning system in there. Lovely. You die in childbirth. All I'm right. So uncivilized.
1: He dies. He dies.
0: um death of the week now honestly this was really one of the disappointing parts for me this week there wasn't any really standout deaths um i guess for my death of the week i have to go with uh back to my boy trap when he got just you know iced in the chest with barris's lightsaber as a worm hung out of his mouth that's probably the only one of note um I think Poggle's still alive. I don't know. (laughs) 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 Anakin was going at him pretty hard. Maybe. How easily could Anakin have accidentally killed him?
2: Do you ever think about that? I don't know. I mean, depends on. I've heard people say, like, online that uh, you notice that in Rogue One, when Vader's coming down the hallway, he has his fist completely clenched, which means that the throat of that one guy is completely closed. And, like, his fist in this was open a bit, so maybe he has a little bit of control and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. You
0: also hope he hasn't been practicing this that much, but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's no
2: debate. You're getting no debate for me. Like, it's Trap that wins yep. this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, please some, bring us something better next week. We need a good laugher. You know, we need a good hilarious one. <laughs> like maybe if one of the tug ships would have spun out of control and like crash, that would have been funny. Is I don't know.
2: So much to ask to want
0: to see a turtle throw a spear into it someone has. riding a motorcycle. Again. <laughs> I would actually accept them just like cutting any deaths in the future and just plugging in that Delaney clip. <laughs> like that would be fine. That would be fine with me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that. Alright, what do you got for a tagline? Alright,
2: this week's was Attachment is not compassion And your guess for this week was I think Padme is going to get involved And Anakin is going to have to do something That is going to fuck shit up Because of his attachment to Padme uh, Something is going to go awry And Innocent is going to lose their life because Anakin and Padme bullshit. All
0: right, so I was off, but Anakin definitely, you know, showed his attachment weakness this week. You were off
2: on Padme, but uh, the episode kind of centered around Anakin's attachment bullshit. Yeah, Uh,
0: So I dug, I test, I dig, I test. Yeah, you got it. Uh, What do we got for a tagline next week?
2: Uh, Next week we have... For everything you gain, you lose something else.
0: For everything you gain, you lose something else. Hmm. I think the Republic is going to score a very large victory. Um, But while they are preoccupied with, I don't know, we'll say this space battle and winning this big space battle, they are going to lose... An important resource okay. of some kind. And what do we got for a name of the episode next week?
2: So next week, it, we're still in order. So it's season two, episode nine. Uh, name of the episode is Grievous Intrigue. So we get our friend Grievous back. He's back.
0: <laughs> Chibata. All right. So return of the Mac next week. A little uh I'm pretty sure 99% sure that that will be the song next week as well. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought it'd be exci- dude, honestly, yeah, I never thought it was possible, but I am actually kind of excited to see what Grievous has in store for us next week.
2: And I I have no recollection of this next episode. So I'm I'm yeah,
0: excited to Yeah, I just, to uh, I just get saw the it. little tile, you know, when I was done watching this episode, I saw the little tile and it said oh. Grievous in it and also, I also saw Yoda in the tiles. So I actually have high hopes for next week. Um, and I think this probably means we're done with Geodosis. I think. I think. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Alrighty then. Adam, where can they reach us?
2: Uh, reach out to us at CloneCastPod at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at the same handle. CloneCastPod.
0: I seem a bit confused. Uh, yeah, and reach out to us. We want to hear from everybody. Yeah, and please interact with me on Twitter for the love of God, please. <laughs> yeah, you're really Depressed putting. Up. Depressed Kenobi, you fucking rule. There we go.
2: <laughs> you Send us really up here. Putting Adam. in the work. All right, we'll see you for next episode for Grievous Intrigue. Until then, may the Jedi teenage friendship be with you.
0: <laughs> Chibata. Day.